TBR is Book Riot's new subscription service offering tailored book recommendations for readers of all stripes. Been dreaming of a stitch fix for books? Now it's here. Tell TBR about your reading preferences and what you're looking for, and sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email, so there's an option for every budget. Visit mytbr.co and sign up today. That's mytbr.co. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Kidlet These Days, a Book Riot podcast. Kidlet These Days is your Kidlet connoisseurs pairing the best of children's literature with what's going on in the world today. I'm Karina Yan Glazer alongside Matthew Winner, and we are here to have conversations that create opportunities for parents, grandparents, teachers, librarians, and all who love children's books to engage in the world through literature in a deeper and broader way. We are recording on November 7th, 2019. So today, Matthew and I are so excited because this is our holiday episode, and the holidays are just (laughs) sneaking up on us very quickly, and I have to say, Matthew, I had a really good time planning this episode with you. I think, um, Yeah, it was really fun, and it sort of got me into this holiday spirit and thinking about gift-giving, and I love giving bookish gifts, so this was a fun exercise for me. This is a great time too to remind everyone that that you know we're coming up on that on Black Friday this awful holiday that's wrapped around consumerism and and whatever but it is also a chance to do good with your dollars by supporting local bookstores by supporting those indie bookstores and we've got some great recommendations to do just that so uh I I hope everyone enjoys what we've what we've come up with for this episode yeah, so Matthew, why don't you explain a little bit about what we're going to be, like what our sure. general idea is. Yes. So we thought that since it's such a trendy and fun gift to give subscription boxes, that we would tailor a an imaginary, an imaginary book box, but one that you can assemble the pieces yourself for different people in your life. We are trying to focus a little bit of attention on all different reading levels, including your teachers and librarians. And um, Karina, I've even uh, put together a surprise box for you that I can't wait to talk to. What? To talk about at the end. I am so excited about that because I have a box for you that I've been thinking about for a while. And <laughs> it's going to be really awesome. All right. So before we get to that, let me just bring to you our second sponsor and then we'll get into the book recommendations. So this episode is brought to you by Owl Kids Books, the publisher of A Little Miss Lou and other children's books. A Little Miss Lou is an uplifting story of a girl finding her own voice. Louise Bennett Coverly, or Miss Lou, was an iconic entertainer known for popularizing patois in the arts, helping to pave the way for artists like Harry Belafonte and Bob Marley. This picture book tells the story of Miss Lou's childhood in Jamaica. Kirkus Review says, This joyful book celebrates the importance of language and taking it as your own. All right, so... The first gift that Matthew and I wanted to talk about 
um, was gifts for teachers and librarians because we just love teachers and librarians. Matthew is a librarian. We and... know a lot of you that listen are teachers and librarians. You yes. are our people. Yes. You deserve gifts. And, yes. you know, sometimes those gifts come from yourself. So here's a chance <laughs> to treat yourself. If you need an excuse, you yes. tell them that your buddy Karina and Matthew told you that you can treat yourself. <laughs> or we know that there are a lot of parents who listen in for recommendations for their kids. So this might be something nice to think about with your your kids, teachers, or anyways, or just to get you thinking in general about True. gifts. Yeah. Let's start so, with a book. Okay, you start. And we are yeah. going to give you not just a book with each of these boxes, but some other things to throw in the box to to extend the story or the experience or just to extend the joy. So the book I want to throw in, in our gifts for teachers and librarians, is called Bibliophile, an illustrated miscellany by Jane Mount. This is published by Chronicle Books. And this lushly illustrated 220 plus page book goes through um, book covers from all sorts of book reviewers and book bloggers of children's and teens and adult books. It breaks down what a physical book is when you deconstruct it. It talks about beloved bookstores across the country. It's got Things about little free libraries and and novel foods that go along with books. This has got something for everyone who is literary inclined. I think that uh, it's a fun book to leaf through out of order, but it's also a, a, a one that you'll enjoy cover to cover. So Bibliophile is perfect for your bibliophiles. See what I did there? You'll like that, right? That was good, right? (laughs) (laughs) I totally got that. That was awesome. All right. So (laughs) the next book I would recommend is a book called Migrations, Open Hearts, Open Borders. And this is, this book is sort of the size of a postcard. And it was, it's published by Candlewick Studio. It's edited by the International Center for the Picture Book and Society. And basically what had happened is that Illustrators from all over the world sent in postcards for an exhibition entitled Migrations. And in the book, it says its aim is to express support for and solidarity with the hundreds of thousands of human migrants who face immense difficulties and dangers in their struggle to find a better and safer place to live. So they received all these postcards from all over the world from illustrators um, where on one side there's, you know, an illustration and then. And um, on the other side, there's a little quote or something. So there's an image of both sides, which I really love. And you can see the handwriting. And it's also written, all the words are written in type too, um, which is it's just really beautiful. So there's, you know, postcards from Japan and Ireland and Sweden and Canada and South Korea and Chile and Germany. So it's just a really lovely book. And I highly recommend it. It's a great way to get to know illustrators from around the world as well. We we often are so focused on American publishers. This is a chance to get to know artists that are making picture books, that are making art for children around the world. Yes. And then we have a couple of recommendations for bookish gifts. And a lot of teachers and librarians have been posting on Twitter 
their stamps that they stamp their books with, like on their own, either their own personal library that they share with their students, because I know a lot of teachers spend their own money to stock their own classroom libraries, and they stamp the inside with the saying, or it says, you know, for example, Mrs. Wright's classroom. And so that's a stamp that we'll link to in the show notes that you can get on Etsy. And then there's this other thing that I've seen going around on Twitter. And I think, I'm not sure who started it, but it might have been Cassie Thomas, who's a fifth grade teacher in Texas. But I also know Karina Allen, who's a friend of Matthew and mine. Um, She is a teacher in New York State. And she... Um, has posted this stamp that she stamps on the pages. How do I explain it? So it's on the book, but it's on like the top, like where the pages are. So when you close it, you can see the stamp on it. And it says, you know, for example, in Karina's case, it says, Mrs. Allen has read this book, exclamation point. Ask her about it, exclamation point. So a lot of teachers have been doing that. And I think that's really fun because it's a great opportunity for readers to pick up the book and see that their teacher or librarian have read it and maybe, you know, to ask about it and gives the opportunity for the teacher to book talk it and get kids excited. So those were two stamps that we thought were really cool. And one last fun thing is this tote bag, which I know all of us have millions of tote bags, but out of print, the company out of print who makes a lot of the bookish t-shirts and the bookish mugs and a lot of the band book things. um, They have this tote bag that is that looks like a library card that, you know, that you have in a sleeve and you pull it out and you write your name in it with a date, but it has it printed on a tote bag. And I've seen a lot of educators walking around conferences when there are authors and illustrators signing and um, they've sort of passed the bag around for authors and illustrators to sign it. And I think that's so great because it's just a fun memento of where you've been and who you've met and also it's something you can carry around with you and not just have like the sign books but also have the tote and to show it to your to your students or readers and it's just a really fun thing so that is yeah so that is our gift suggestions for teachers and librarians you know karina allen has that stamp that she does on the top of the books which is old school because many of us grew up in libraries that stamped the name of the library across the top of the book, lest Ah. the book ended up somewhere else. Uh, So it's fun that the teachers are now doing that in their own library, but having fun with it. It made me think, I was thinking of it just as you were talking about, um, I had a colleague that had their own notary stamp. Do you know what I mean? The the stamp that you squeeze it and Uh it makes a, like raises up the, makes an embossment in a book. Um, Yeah. They have one for their class library so all the books were stamped that way on the title page and so it had this nice little like raised um whomever's library and then when you passed it off to another person um it sort of became this keepsake that this was a this was a stamp that that signified it was from that that location i thought that was neat they're they're a little more expensive than a rubber stamp but it's really cool too (laughs) Yeah, and you don't have to buy ink. Correct. So that's really nice. Yes. I was a notary at at one point. (laughs) I let it expire, but I did it because where I was working, they needed a notary, and I was like 
the newest employee. So they're like, you're it. (laughs) (laughs) So then I had to like study and go to the courthouse and take the notary test. And I was like 21 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. But I passed it and I got the embosser. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. I love that. Ah, Fun fact. Okay. So let's do another book box. So this is one that I sort of brainstormed for babies. Um, Okay. So as a parent, (laughs) you know, when you're at that stage when the baby is so little, but you're still reading to it, but... It's it can be quite boring because you're just reading all these board books and they're they can be sort of boring. So there are so many great board books out now, and one of the books I really loved is Mr. Boddington Studio New York City ABCs. So it is just really cute, and it's an ABC book with really charming illustrations. They also have other cities, so Chicago is one that's available now and San Francisco will probably be out by the time this airs and they're just really beautiful and cute books and I probably would not get tired of reading these although <laughs> I might <laughs> because Auntie Karina's <laughs> coming over <laughs> I have a short attention span okay so those books are really great and they're really durable great board books and then one board book that I absolutely love that I pretty much give to every every person who's having a child is the book Llama Phones it's by Janet Cote and these are books that um, okay, so for llama phones, they use the llama to show how the same word can be. The, so different words can be pronounced the same. And that's a homophone, mm-hmm. right? Homophone? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, for example, one page has a llama staring at you, and it says stare, S-T-A-R-E. And then on the other page, it'll show the llama going upstairs, and then I'll say stare, S-T-A-I-R. And it does a lot of these things. But the llamas are just really adorable. And I really like llamas. <laughs> so, And and this illustrator, author-illustrator, has a bunch more of these similar type of books that are just really clever and fun and really interesting, I think, for adults as well as kids. And the illustrations are very bold, so it's very eye-catching for infants. And we cannot forget baby socks, <laughs> which I think are just so cute. So that same company that we were talking about earlier with the library tote bag, they also have library card baby socks. So Matthew and I both have um, those library socks for adults. Mine are blue. But, what color are yours? Well, I have blue. I have three I had a colors. yellow pair, but I, I have yellow. holes in the toes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I had yellow. I had um blue and then light blue. Nice. Yeah. I love them. Anyways, the baby socks are really really cute. They're tiny and you know how um like baby and infant socks they often have sort of that rubbery material mm-hmm. on the foot part, the bottom of the foot part. And so it has this but it's where, you know, like the date would be. You know, like yeah. the the date stamps. Yeah, it's really cute. And onesies are definitely 
a must <laughs> with infants. So there's there are some really cute onesies from this company called Boy Girl Party, and she is very bookish. She um, this illustrator also writes books. She wrote Stack the Cats and a bunch of other really cute books. And this illustrator, it's Susie has, Garamani, you know, bookish. Yes, Susie Garamani, and she has like bookish pins, which I have a lot of them on my backpack. Anyways, this particular onesie is adorable. It has the words bookworm in training on it, and there's a bear that's reading a book. And it's just really, really adorable, and it's organic. <laughs> it comes in all sorts of baby sizes and toddler t-shirts. So that is just very cute. We'll link to that in the show notes. I love that you chose Susie's <laughs> onesie style. That's awesome. I love her work. Uh, I'm going to go a little yeah, bit older because so I have a four-year-old at home. I have a four-year-old hug monster at home. So this is a picture book box Aww, for my hug monster that's all about hugging. So maybe you have a child that is also a hugger at home. Uh, it is the greatest age ever. So we're going to start off with a picture mm-hmm. book by... Um, a, a debut author and the picture book comes out in January. So we can plan ahead on this. This is going to be a pre-order picture book. It's called one hug by Katrina Moore. It's illustrated by Julia Wolf. And it's about how hugs bring us together as families. There's this way to connect us to one another and uh, that we are all part of one big hug, one big family. I'm going to give you two options for for a second book to throw in there because I know that you can't just give one hug book. So these are two favorites. I can't pick between these two, so you're going to have to pick. The first is (laughs) Hug Machine by Scott C., which includes one of my favorite lines in any picture book ever, which is that um, this boy who is a self-proclaimed hug machine says, "Um, my hugs can make the big feel small. And the small feel big. And I think that is the greatest line ever. The other book uh, that is so irresistible is about a cactus. And it's called Hug Me. It's a picture book by (laughs) Simona Ciarello. So you you can't resist that. That's a book published by Flying Eye. And I love what they bring over from from Europe. So you get a a, a different style of art with them. Uh, Going along with these books, I have picked out a tie-dye hug tea. Because when you're four years old, it is all about the sensory experience. And these hug teas are compression shirts that press on the chest and on the hips. They hug you. Um, They're great for, they're a great connection to our neurodiversity episode from the last episode that you all can download at bookriot.com slash listen. But they also are just really, really wonderful for for those four and five-year-olds. And going along with the hug theme, at our nature center in in Maryland, in, in Howard County where we live, they have these, like, pouches that hang from trees. And I was Googling them, and I found out they're called sky nooks. And they're kind of like yeah. these bird nests almost but they're made to hang in and and read in so i link those in the show oh notes my gosh Sky Nooks. that's so I know. awesome and karina we can totally fit in them Do i they fit have in adult them. sizes oh, <laughs> oh yeah okay. you can fit in them. all right i am buying that right now <laughs> the last thing i wanted to add because my daughter 
put stickers on everything is that I found some sloth hug stickers. And I just mm. actually linked here um, a link to all of these different artist stickers on Redbubble that uh, that are sloths plus hugging. There are sloths <laughs> hugging cats and books and bears. I just thought like sloths are a great animal. They don't discriminate. Yeah, they be pictured hugging. They're great. So sloths hugging all things in sticker format. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Love it. That's so great. All right. So I've put together a nonfiction gift box and I decided, so it was so hard to decide what to focus on, but I decided to focus on birds because one of my best friends, she is really into birds and she has two young children and they are amazing with identifying bird calls and identifying birds in general, which I'm terrible at. I just... I just can't do it. I, just, <laughs> I can identify pigeons and seagulls, and that's probably about it. Anyways, they have been teaching me a lot about birds. And one of the books that they had, which I wanted to recommend, was called The Backyard Bird Songbook by Donald Krudsma and the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. So their Cornell Lab of Ornithology is amazing. They have so many wonderful resources. And this book is really interesting because... It has an audio component to it, and when you flip through the book, you can each bird has a number, and then on the audio component, you can scroll to that number and then hear the song, and you can hear both a male and a female sing the song. So it just helps with identifying um, based on the sound that the bird makes. So I thought that was very cool, and that is... So we we ended up getting it for our kids, and it's been interesting to hear all the different sounds and learn more about the birds. Yeah. And then there are a couple of books that came out this year that were just really beautiful that I wanted to recommend. One is The Big Book of Birds by Yuval Zalmer, and that is, it's an oversized book, and it's just really beautiful. It's just very vibrant colors, a lot of good information about birds. And then another one is called Migration, Incredible Animal Journeys by Mike Unwin, illustrated by Jenny Desmond. And this one is also a larger book, and it doesn't just track birds, it tracks any, you know, a lot of different animals that do migrations, but a lot of them are birds, and it's also, the art is really gorgeous. And to go with that, I thought, and my friend and her family, the bird-loving family, they would really love this big poster that I found, and it's made by Popchart, who does a lot of different posters that categorize things. So and this one is Birds of North America, and it is all the birds found in North America on one poster, and they're really beautiful detailed drawings, and it shows where they live, and it's really cool. But Popchart also has a lot of wacky things as well. So they have you know, a poster that has different types of buildings. And they have one that's really funny for everyone who loves The Office, <laughs> the, sit the sitcom. They have, like, the people of Scranton. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, like, faces of all the people, like, mentioned in The Office, which I thought was pretty funny. Anyways, Pop Chart has a lot of these posters, and that might be a good place to look at. Um, I know they have a lot of, like, you know, they have one on baseball stadiums and just a lot of really interesting things. And then the last thing I would add to this gift box 
is a bird feeder and I was looking at bird feeders and trying to find the best one to recommend and the one that came up a lot and got well reviewed is called Droll Yankees Oinks Clever Clean and Fill Mixed Seed Bird Feeder <laughs> which is such a long name. Anyways we'll link to that in the show notes but it got really good reviews <laughs> and it said that it attracted a, a whole host of great birds and it was um it's a really effective bird feeder for those who like to watch birds. Nice. Well, let me do a sponsor before we uh, finish off the rest of our boxes. Have you tried out Book Riot Insiders? If not, your time is now. It's our resource, specially designed for our fellow book nerds. And you can try it for free for two weeks. There are two different levels available. So you can decide which perks you want. Uh, from a monthly behind-the-scenes newsletter to exclusive podcasts and giveaways. And speaking of perks, we've got a new release index curated by resident velocirator Liberty Hardy. So you can see the most exciting new books coming in the next few months. Check it out and sign up for your 14-day trial at insiders.bookriot.com. So... I am going to share a book box that I had that I created with my other child in mind, my nine year old. He loves comics. Actually, right now, that's that's about all he reads other than um, and I don't mean this sarcastically, but other than the text that he's reading on on Roblox. So we're reading in-game text and we're reading comics. And that's a that's a good place for him right now. So why not combine the two? Why not get a comic that has game elements in it? So I chose The Cardboard Kingdom by Chad Sell. The Cardboard Kingdom, right? Cardboard Kingdom is a book book that um, is illustrated. It was created and organized and and drawn by Chad Sell. And there's 10 different authors who write it. Mm, Some of you listening might might know this book already because it came out in 2018, and it's been, I think, well-circulated and well-recommended in the children's literature world. But if you haven't found it yet, this is the time to pick it up. It's about kids who discover that they can build a kingdom out of cardboard. And they each, in each different chapter, take on different roles in this fantasy kingdom. It's a little bit like a Renaissance festival made from cardboard. I don't know if that's doing it justice or not, um, but I was reminded of this book because at the Baltimore Book Fest this weekend, uh, Barbara Perez Marquez was there, and she's a Baltimore author, and uh, she's also one of the contributors to The Cardboard Kingdom, and she told me that book two is on the way. So oh, I'm great. really excited to know that they were working on a second one. Uh, this is a, also, I should say, too, about this graphic novel um, it's an LGBTQ inclusive graphic novel, which is one that I think is not easy to find in lo- in elementary schools. And this one does it really, really well. So watch for The Cardboard Kingdom by Chad Zell. It's going in the box for my kid. And so obviously also going in that box is going to be uh, <laughs> some leftover boxes from all the book mail I get because <laughs> the kid is going to need some cardboard. But I, yes. I want to also throw his way a copy of a book that we have in our library at my school that's called Cuttable Cardboard Creations. It's from a series called Maker Fun Factory. 
by Michael Kiefer and Elisa Hansen. Uh, the book comes with a cardboard cutter tool, but I've also linked in the show notes to a cardboard tool kit from Uncommon Goods that includes a saw and some reusable bolts, because I'm sure people listening are like me and you, Karina, and we don't want to just be handing our children <laughs> exacto blades. So <laughs> make sure you yes, use these. Safe- that would be correct. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> so these are these are tools made from plastic that also have contained um, protected blades so children can't cut themselves on them. Great for cutting cardboard. Uh, along with that, I thought it would be super, super fun to give my kid a roll of duct tape all for his own. Uh, duct tape, the duct tape brand makes printed duct tape, making sure I'm alliterating correctly, um, in all different kinds of styles. So for my kid, I chose a galaxy print and also a a print of duct tape that has kittens with bow ties. (laughs) Of course. <laughs> that was but... super fun. He <laughs> loves building with masking tape and duct tape. So you can have the fancy stuff for this holiday season. <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet. A whole box for yeah, makers. One year, yeah, one year, um, last year, my younger daughter, one of her friends just gave her a box of duct tape. With, like, they're all designs. Yeah. It was such a great gift. There's so much you can do with it, and it yeah. feels yeah. special and more personal with these simple designs on duct Who would have thought these simple designs on duct tape? But but anything that I can yeah. do to encourage my kid just to make and to play and to not worry about using too many supplies because we've got yeah. enough cardboard, I want to I do it that way. So that's something that hopefully uh, many people listening um, will consider for their the kids in their lives. Yes. Yeah. And it's so creative too. All of the cardboard and building things. All right. So, Matthew, are you ready for the box that I made for you? Oh, my goodness. I can hardly wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, last week we were talking about neurodiversity, and I brought up See You in the Cosmos, which is a middle grade book by Jack Chang. And you mentioned that you hadn't read it, and I just feel like this is one of the best audiobooks, like middle grade books like done for audiobook it's just perfect like it's made to be read out loud and so i am giving you that that audio you're so thoughtful to know that i can't read books in print i need them in audio too (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for i know you can read them in print i know you prefer the audio i can read them in print it just takes me the entire year if i read them on (laughs) audiobook it takes me two and a half days Yes. So, yes, I'm gifting you that audiobook, and it's just perfectly done on audiobook, and I think you're really going to love it. And to go with that, another book called 50 Things to See in the Sky by Sarah Barker. And this is a great book with all this fun astrology, like astronomy facts. And the cover is Glow in the Dark. which I think is really fun. And there's just so many fun things in it about um, the solar eclipse, the like different galaxies, Martian ice caps, so many fun things. So I'm giving you that book to go with the Cosmos book. Love it. Also, you need a star wheel. I don't know how good you are at 
picking out constellations. I'm terrible. I at know it. one of them. I know Orion's belt. <laughs> I can always find yeah, Orion's belt. That's the one I know too. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on this website. It's um, davidchandler.com, and they have these great and affordable star wheels. And you just have to make sure that you're choosing the one that's. Um, like based on where you live, right. you have to choose the right one based on where you live. So I looked for the one that was appropriate for Maryland, and we will link to that in the show notes. <laughs> but I thought that would be really cool for you um, to go with the whole astronomy theme. And there's a picture book, because I know you love picture books. And that book is Red Rover, Curiosity on Mars by Richard Ho, illustrated by Catherine Roy. And I just love this picture book so much. It's all about the Mars missions and talking specifically about Curiosity, but also the other um, sort of devices that are on Mars that have been doing a lot of testing of the soil, looking for traces of water or evidence of water, and picking up samples and taking selfies of itself and lots of fun things. So that book I really love. Catherine Roy, and... one of my favorite illustrators. The watercolor she does, her sharks, but neighborhood sharks. And she has that yes. wonderful elephant book. Oh, and there was the one about the bathosphere too. Yeah, she, this is, this is makes me, this makes me very excited. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I'm feeling really good about myself right now. <laughs> Okay, so one last thing for this box. You have to have astronaut uh, astronaut of course, ice cream. Of so, <laughs> so NASA has a website where you can shop for astronaut ice cream, astronaut ice cream sandwich in particular. So that is on its way to I you. I love that. You know, I'm <laughs> so close to D.C. too. <laughs> That was always the bane of yes. my parents' existence. I feel that we would, my brother and I would beg when we would go to the Smithsonian to to Air and Space and Museum. Space. Can we please yep. get astronaut ice cream? So now <laughs> I don't need to beg because you're sending it. Thank no. you. <laughs> yes, you're very welcome. Also, so I got the idea for this book, or so that for this sort of book box for you because i was listening to wait wait don't tell me Do you ever listen oh, yes. to that on npr yeah so i love i love it it's just such a fun um podcast for me to listen to when i'm cooking and anyways there's this really awesome person you know how they do not my job where the guest will come in and then <laughs> the hosts and the comedians will ask questions mm-hmm. um that don't pertain to the, the guest's expertise at all. Anyways, Tira Fletcher, she's only 24 years old. She's one of the lead engineers building the rocket that will take us to Mars. She was on a recent episode back in August, and just listening to her was so inspiring, and it just got me really thinking about Mars and about astronomy and all the things we don't know about space. So that sort of inspired me along with you expressing interest about that middle grade book so that is cool and yeah and and, yeah and my dad raised me on going to planetariums and the air and space museum and all that so this is you really that was a really thoughtful uh box you put together thank you so much (laughs) it was great it really brought me to a to a emotional place thank you i'm very moved (laughs) also ice cream thank you (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, I'm very glad. The recommendation, the 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 recommend, the book I want to recommend to you, but I'm gonna gift it to you. Um, I'm I'm hoping might be one you haven't read yet. But even if you have, I think the add-ons that I'm gonna bring in are are awesome. So I, Karina, uh, I'm gonna give you a copy of Doughboys by Paula Chase. This is the companion oh, novel yay. to So Done. So Done. Yes. Paula Chase is for those that have not gotten to know Paula Chase in her work before she writes middle grade novels but they take on such challenging topics and she writes them in a way that is so beautifully done and so complex and yet honoring the 13 year old kid doughboys is a book about um two boys uh simp and raleigh and they have different relationships with mentors in their life. I think largely the book is about the relationship we have to mentors in our lives. And in in one case, both of the boys are on a basketball team and Coach Tez uh, also runs a drug ring and gets the boys to be doughboys, to be people that go and get the money for the drugs. At the same time, and, 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 and one of the boys, Simp, wants to be captain of the team and wants to be the, the yes man for, for Coach Tez. But competing in that interest is that Mr. B, the school's band director, um, has really taken to nurturing Raleigh, the other boy, and his drum skills, and um, finds out that this local band that's becoming very, very huge um, is looking for a drummer. And so Mr. B is helping Raleigh prepare for this audition for this go-go band um, of kids that are around Raleigh's age, around 13. So it's a story about the influence that mentors have in the lives of children, for better or worse. And it's a story about um, friendship and choosing the the path that's right for you and, and the complexity of what that all means. It's a fantastic book. And I did read this in print and it took me about three weeks, but I savored <laughs> the thing about me reading slow is that I really savor every line, every word. And as mm. maybe you can tell from the way I'm describing the book, it made quite an impression on me. So to yeah, go along, it sounds amazing yeah, to go along with that book and that world. I want to also give to you, a, a vinyl record of Trouble Funk, this legendary DC go-go band from from the 70s and 80s. The vinyl that you should listen to is called Drop the Bomb. Um, and there's <laughs> tons of songs on that album that I think are really rad, but the title track is, is fantastic. And Go-Go started in DC. And um, again, that's, that's the band, the kind of band that Raleigh is auditioning for. So it will really take you into, I think, that that world of that music that, that brought us um, funk and that brought us all these different styles uh, to go with it. Because, you know, once you're hearing someone constantly in a book practicing drum lessons, for me, I couldn't help but find myself drumming on every surface I could find. Uh-huh. And yet I've never owned a set of drumsticks. So I thought I would give you a set of drumsticks so that you can also <laughs> drum on everything. And wouldn't it be fun for your kids to just see you drumming on everything all the time? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. It'd just be great. But also, that is awesome. I know you're getting in. Thank you. You do a lot of cool school visits and, and I want you to look your best when you go into schools. And there is a lot of focus on on that basketball team in this book. So I thought that I would pick out a pair of 
the my my kids told me, and it's confirmed from the internet, that these shoes to own <laughs> right now are Under Armour Curry Fives. So oh. I, I, I'm going to link the Under Armour Curry Fives. In you know, Under Armour <laughs> is from Baltimore, so I got to represent Baltimore. Um, but also, I'm, I'm going to link um, specifically for you. I found some really slick um, Under Armour Pride sneakers that just uh-huh. look really cool, and there's a rainbow on them, and they they, they look amazing. So I'm going to link those in there for you, so that you know you can oh show up to your to your um, school visits with a little flair and and. You know, the kids will know that you walk the walk because you have these awesome shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never have known that <laughs> unless you had told me. Yeah, curry fives. So, then I got to pretend that I am in the know. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the time that they're still in, in favor. I know. So, get, so good that you're getting <laughs> them in the true. box now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been a lot of fun awesome. picking out not just books for other people and thinking about that, but it was also a lot of fun picking out stuff for you. So I'm, I'm glad we had a chance to to center on how, how good it feels to think about a gift that you would give someone, not just a book, because it's so great to give books, but also book adjacent items. I really like that. Thanks for doing that with me uh, for this episode, Karina. Yeah, and thanks for that box. That is really sweet, and I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun exercise. All right. Well, that's it for us today. And we will not be doing an episode in two weeks because that is Thanksgiving, but we will be back in December. And thank you for joining us today. As always, we would love your feedback on this podcast and always appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts. When you do that, you also help other people find us. You can find me, Karina Yan Glazer, on Twitter at Karina Yan Glazer, and on Instagram at Karina is reading and writing. And you can find me, Matthew Winner, on Twitter at Matthew Winner. If you have a story idea, please do reach out to us on social media using the hashtag KidLitTheseDays or email us at KidLitTheseDays at BookRiot.com. We would love to hear what you're thinking about and what you would like to hear next on the show. Until then, may your coming days be storied and may the good stories keep on coming. <laughs>